you're listening to The Intentional Podcast. And we just wanted to jump on here real quick before we dive into the episode uh, to share a couple things. Uh, This will be the first episode of a two-part series on fitness and nutrition. Uh, We had the opportunity to interview our friends, Anna and Stephanie, uh, with Temple Love Fitness. Uh, We'll let them introduce themselves more for you in our episode, but we just wanted to let you know to come back next week as well as apologize for the fun little audio screeches in the two-minute mark. So if you're listening with headphones, just a warning. But thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoy this two-part series. You're listening to The Intentional Podcast, co-hosted by Caitlin and Mackenzie. We hope you enjoy today's intention. Hello. We're back. <laughs> the and voice crack. <laughs> we are super excited for this episode because we are joined by two of our friends. We sure are. We're sitting right next to them, guys. <laughs> Stephanie and Anna. And we'll let them introduce themselves in a little bit here. But today we're going to be diving in with it being part of the new year. We're going to Talk about the good old fitness and nutrition oh, that comes yes. out right there in January. Everyone's biggest resolution, I feel like, is being addressed today. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so without further ado, um, let's have Anna and Stephanie kick us off. Um, just tell us a little bit about each of you, um, how you know each other, and <laughs> maybe a fun fact about each of you. Oh, sounds good. Do you Great. want to start? Hello, Hello sure. I'm Stephanie. Um... Well, what about me? I am a mom, and I'm also pregnant, so that's... (laughs) I was just saying that I just started to like coffee, so I'm drinking coffee right now, and it's amazing. Oh, yes. I think we have a lot of coffee lovers in our our audience, in our listeners, so... Yeah, it was a rough time. We said just not liking it, but now I do. That could be a fun Joys of pregnancy. Yeah. That was my thing, and it wasn't, like, nauseous, but I just didn't want it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, wow. it's so great. Um, yeah, so that's me. Uh, <laughs> that's sister in laws. And um, what else is there? Well, you're a registered dietitian. I am a dietitian. <laughs> Why we're here today. <laughs> what else? Um, yeah, I'm a dietitian. I work remote when I'm not at home with the thighs. I'm always at home. But when Justice is at home, my husband, I will be working with Teladoc or also with my sister in law, Anna. At her business for TLF. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> and you've been in our business for five years. I think you're correct. Yep. Nice. Mm-hmm. I read your bio before this, so I was ready. Oh yes. my yeah, God, you're so cute. I was going to say, listen to these sisters. They know each other so well. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and I am Anna Wallander. So I am a health coach, a nutrition specialist, and personal trainer. So I teach group fitness classes. I do coaching, also remote typically, but also do in-person and concierge training and then at different corporations and things like that. And then my husband Isaac and I own Temple of Fitness. Um, so if you want to see more about that, the easiest way to find out is just to go to templeoffitness.com. But it's a Christian-based coaching and training business. So 
so Stephanie, like she was saying, she does coaching work for us, so she takes on clients that need specialized help with their um, nutrition. Guys, I have to admit, Caitlin and I went to um, Anna's retreat not too long ago, we and yes. we took her workout class. Oh my gosh, your bar <laughs> class at the end of the retreat, it was invigorating. She has good energy, So guys. much good light. energy. Right? Oh, so After an amazing day of just feeling so good, I felt like all this energy just like came flowing out of me oh, when we good. were moving around. And yes. I was, like, was, and I was sore. Right. No weights, no nothing. All yes. body weight. Body weight. Oh, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah but it was amazing. Yeah. But obviously, these guys have a lot of qualifications behind them. Oh, definitely. Um, so we're excited to hear about their specialties. Um, and what they have been studying and working with for the past few years. Um, I myself come from like a personal training background, so I'm super excited to hear like other perspectives, but I was telling Steph the other day that my nutrition sucks. Like (laughs) it's just not good. (laughs) So I'm excited to get some tips for myself, hopefully, um, to start taking that more seriously into Mm -hmm. the new year. Um, but I guess, um, we'll kick off maybe Anna, if you want to tell us maybe what are your top, like three ways that, um, you're intentional about your fitness? Like my, me, myself and I. Yes. Your, yes, girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, let's see about my fitness specifically. Sure. Um, I would say, so at the beginning of the week, I always have to make a plan. I'm definitely a go with a full person, 100%, but I have to have at least a generalized plan. So mm-hmm. if you listeners are like me, where having like a detailed plan is maybe too much for you and you rather like go with the flow, at least just make a generalized basic plan, meaning I set out my calendar for the day and I just say in general what my workout's going to look like. Mm-hmm. So if I, I look at my work schedule and it's like, if my day is packed, I know that I'm only going to realistically have 20 minutes. And if I have 20 minutes, I'm probably just going to want to do like a quick weightlifting session. Mm-hmm. If I have like a whole hour, I'm like, oh, so <laughs> yes. I'm going to come home and do some Pilates and do like the stuff I really love to dive into. So I just kind of figure out first of all, how much time I have and then basically plug, plug the activity in afterwards. That's awesome. Yeah. And then that I found has just worked for me. Um, my second thing would be just to have fun and make sure your mind's in the right place. Mm -hmm. Um, two things about mindset is the one thing is, Um, I can't think of the Bible reference at the moment, of course, but the joy of the Lord is my strength. And so just choosing joy. Mm -hmm. And then also another verse is that Jesus calls us to pick up our cross and follow him. And so I think that with women, we tend to feel like fitness is a burden. It's a chore. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, sometimes it is. Mm -hmm. And so when it feels like a burden and a chore, pick up your cross. Nice. Mm -hmm. And carry it. I love that. And do it. And when it is a joy, embrace that it's a joy. Oh, yeah. And go and carry your cross. Definitely. So that's just a good reminder of, like, it's not always going to be the best. It's not going to feel like a great decision, but Mm -hmm. God has called us to carry our cross. And to some of us, fitness is a cross to bear. It's not like, oh, my gosh, I can't wait to do it. That's not most Mm -hmm. people. But that's okay. So just know it's okay if you're not super pumped and excited. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's a choice that you got to make so it's a discipline. I think you're just accepting that it's a discipline gives more peace than feeling guilty that you're not super into it. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's that's awesome. awesome. I think we found our quote for our... Yeah, there we go. We always put like a little teaser quote out about the episode. I think we just found it. Yeah, because like I think once you like get the pressure off of yourself, yes. it does almost open up a different form of joy. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. And I think, Anna, to your point, society puts such a, such a stressor on women specifically with body image and all that um it's that that's a whole nother episode we could go into but I love your idea of finding that joy and just accepting that some days it's a lot easier than others and sometimes it's the activity you choose or the time you have to spend doing that definitely some people are like working out just isn't for me I don't enjoy it Mm -hmm. some people enjoy it but that's like it's your choice to want to be more fit, to be more healthy, and it's your cross to bear. So it kind of takes away that mindset of negativity. It's like, I'm just going to do this with joy and know that's improving my body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. And I think, too, stuff like you mentioned, certain people will get healthier for certain reasons. And I think if you have a reason, that could be helpful, too. I mean, I could be wrong, but I've, I've heard of women, you know, getting healthier because they're pregnant or because Mm -hmm. they have, you know, this big life change coming up that they need to or want to be healthier for. And Mm -hmm. I think that could be motivating too. If someone's maybe in a rut, I guess that's a question. Anna. have you ever found yourself in a, a rut where you're not wanting to work out like a slump almost? And how would you get yourself out of that? Yeah, well, so me personally, I mean, definitely, although I work in the fitness industry, I'm teaching clients training group fitness all day long every day and love it. Um, I do personally get get caught up in Mm -hmm. just feeling exhausted, not feeling mentally for it. I will say one thing that isn't often addressed is paying attention to where you're at in your cycle. So a big Mm. thing that we do at TLF is we're women's fitness specialists, meaning Um, that Stephanie and I are both trained to work specifically with women. And so that also takes the pressure off too. Like if you're in a plateau, if you're in a slump, to just take a step back and think of yourself holistically. Think Mm -hmm. of your body holistically. What stresses are happening at work, in relationships? Where are you at with your cycle? Are you the week before your period, during, after? Mm -hmm. And even if you don't experience a period or regular period, you still will have these cycles of, of emotions and hormones Mm -hmm. flushing through your body at different seasons so um that's just one thing i try to pay attention with myself is if i'm in a slump sometimes sometimes it's just like maybe this is my body telling me this is your time to rest Mm -hmm. and being okay with that it's like where i'm at my cycle i've come to learn how to work with my cycle instead of pushing through it and like no Mm -hmm. just just go you gotta do Mm -hmm. it you know sometimes the discipline comes in allowing yourself to rest yeah so you know yeah. I was going to say, wow, another quote. Do we need, like, a carousel? Good, like, yeah. wow. Just a whole notebook. Yeah. <laughs> it's true, though. Like, the same thing before is, like, we. it's a burden sometimes for us to choose to work out, but also there's a guilt that comes when we don't. Mm-hmm. And so just in general, yeah. taking the guilt thing out of the picture and just looking at yourself holistically, you know, talking to people about it that can help you. Um, you know, like fitness professionals, nutrition mm-hmm. professionals, or just really educated, good friends that can help you just give grace to yourself and figure out a plan that works with your specific body and system. Mm-hmm. So to answer your question, um, there's not really a specific answer. <laughs> yeah. Just kind of more so looking at myself and just being like, maybe this point in my cycle, I should be resting. And then when I get to that spring or summer season, as I call it, in my cycle, that's mm-hmm. what I'm just going to go for it because I yep. have the energy and my body's going to mm-hmm. allow me to push it. Yeah, absolutely. It's awesome. I feel so like woman empowered right now. I think that's <laughs> huge because I mean, 
I don't have a very like scientific background or anything, but men and women are very different in how their makeup is. So (laughs) it's like, even when you're training for something, it's super annoying because like my husband Jordan can do it like that. Like he can train for three days and go run a 5k where I'm training for like three months and then I'll go like run walk a 5k. So it's just how our bodies handle Everything really. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's just a good reminder too, not to compare yourself to the next person, whether Mm -hmm. it be your husband, your friend, your girlfriend, a guy friend. Don't compare your journey to anybody else's. It's years and years alone. Nobody else has the hormone balance that you do, Mm -hmm. the body composition that you do, the stressors that you do. Nobody else. You're a snowflake that God created individually. So just recognizing that your journey is your own and just embracing that and only mm-hmm. looking to other people for inspiration or encouragement and but never yeah. comparison. I love yeah. that. It's kind of like fate because I was driving the other day and I saw a snowflake and I kid you not, normally like when a snowflake hits your, you know, dash or something, it like melts right away. Yeah. Oh no, this one like stuck and I could see every oh, little, oh, it's awesome. like, yeah. This. And you forget that they are so intricate. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. They really do. They just look like blobs. Right? <laughs> we are not a blob. So literal. Like blob. blob. My snowflake is unique. <laughs> yes. I think, too, kind of going off that then, just to keep, I guess, going forward with, like, our questions and progress. Um, Stephanie, with you being pregnant right now. Yes. You're, you have your own unique makeup right now, I guess. How do you continue carrying on in your fitness journey especially with being pregnant. Do you have anything, you know, you're early, sorry guys, my voice is cracking. Um, you know, is there anything that you're doing differently because you are pregnant or I guess I'm interested to know. Yeah. Um, well both fitness wise and nutrition wise. So nutrition wise, I'm just doing like the common careful things with being pregnant. So trying to avoid deli meat or microwave and stuff like that. Um, avoiding soft serve ice creams because of bacteria that can hurt the baby and stuff. But fitness wise, um, I actually follow, so Beachbody has a lot of different, um, like pre or not prenatal when you're yeah pregnant, um, videos that you can do. So I do mm. that. And I actually love being pregnant because <laughs> I only did it once before. It's my second time. So but I'm saying I love it. Um, cause to me, it's like a nine, this, I'm like, this is my nine month training. Because the marathon is in nine months. So how am I going to train for this? So how am I going to get my hips ready? How am I going to get flexible? What exercise can I do to best prepare my body for that day? Yeah. And it makes me so excited. Because, and the <laughs> You're so couple, cute. The last couple of days, I've been kind of feeling like a little tired and stuff. And I'm like, oh, man, this is like five days off my workout routine. And I'm already behind, you know. But it's just so fun to look. So I look at it that way. So to answer your question, um, I just do a different a variety of video workouts like mm-hmm. how is it going to prepare my body how am I gonna get my hips ready how am I how am I get more flexible um so I like to do that um and walking walking is huge so when you're pregnant it is crazy the difference it makes really uh, yes like in how you feel and yeah me- mentally of course too but also physically just with blood flow you don't um, edema, having any swelling in your ankles, like I'm mm. all about that walking. If you're not okay. gonna work out for <laughs> this is guys. No, I love this. this. Like, keep it coming. If you're not gonna work out, you gotta at least walk. Because, I mean, strength is super yeah. important too, especially yeah. like, certain hip movements. And Anna, you could probably say a lot about that because she specializes specializes in that too. But um, but walking is so huge for just blood flow and it gets more nutrition to you, to baby, 
and you're um like the volume of blood that you have to push through your body is crazy with a baby like it's just really this, yeah because you have to go through your body you got to go through baby's body mm-hmm. so they just suck the energy oh, right God. out of you great. <laughs> dang it great from, from day one in the womb <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't stop that's yeah. the best though um so yeah so i just get excited about it um so i'm nine weeks in right now um so just focusing and then I always try to eat, you got to think nutrition-wise, right? Mm-hmm. So you have all these vitamins that you have to get already, but then with a baby, it's like, which ones do they need? Folic acid, iron, so many things, calcium, vitamin D, everything, protein. So just trying to make sure you're eating a well-balanced diet and being more aware of that, too. Mm-hmm. Not to stress you guys out about being pregnant. Right, it's Caitlin like, and I are. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, hard to say. My motto is like a lot of people say when you're pregnant, you gotta, you know, eat, you can eat twice as much, but then mm-hmm. I think you gotta eat twice as healthy, twice as much nutrition. Oh. Right. So, yeah. Light drop. Yeah. It's not annoying because I understand that it's a common saying, but when people say, oh, you're pregnant, you can eat twice as much, I'm like, no, I can eat twice as much nutrition. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's twice perfect. Healthy. I like twice that. as healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll touch on nutrition in one second, but we interrupted Anna, and if you, we could just jump back to what would your third intentionality oh, yes. be for fitness? Okay, so actually, I would go back to um, your point before about kind of understanding your why and what's your reason mm-hmm. why you're going to do it, awesome. and absolutely, that's a huge thing, but if we dive further into that, like, what does it mean to have a why? You know, people will be like, mm-hmm. well, because I want to look this way or I'm preparing for this. Absolutely super good. But what's even beneath that reason? And right. beneath that reason has to be the core of what you believe in. And so <clears throat> that reason would be, you know, for Christian women like us, mm-hmm. the reason is because we want to glorify our creator. So no matter how you're feeling that day, if that is the baseline of what you believe, that God made me for a purpose and for a reason and I'm here on this earth to carry that out, then that alone can be your inspiration that day. Mm-hmm. So if we can just always go back to the absolute baseline of why we're here, you know, the why, yeah. the why we're here is mm-hmm. really the reason what we should be asking. So not necessarily why am I working out, but why am I here? Mm-hmm. Why am I here on this earth? Why am I alive? And when we answer that, that's our inspiration to eat healthy, to work out, to engage with Christian community, all that mm-hmm. stuff. So, um, you know, to make it short is to stay in God's word because nothing will inspire you more than understanding your why, mm-hmm. your why you're here. Yeah. So that's my last one. Absolutely. And I love just how you've carried that into your um, company name, like Temple oh, Love yeah. Fitness. Mm-hmm. Like your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit and you have to take care of it. And by doing that, you're showing it love. And like, that's just incredible to keep that as your main why because mm-hmm. Things can come and go. You can have a wedding. You can not have a wedding. You can have a graduation. You can not have a graduation or a trip. Like, those things will come and go, but the root of your why, like you were explaining, mm-hmm. like, that won't change or fluctuate. Yeah. I think that's so true, and I love that point, just mm-hmm. that there's so many temporary events yeah. in our life, almost, um, but there's always that one constant that we can always go back to, and I think that's a great way of putting it. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so as far as then shifting into nutritional gears, how Steph, do you, um, like what would your top three intentionalities for nutrition be? Um, so for me, so I talked to a lot of clients about a lot of different things, whether it's hypertension or any heart issues, diabetes, but for me, it's just keeping the basics realistically. So whether that's, I'm a big candidate for meal prepping. 
Um, yes. But for me, it's, you don't have to, like if you, whether it's meals, otherwise, I'm all about have, um, at least have the basics in your fridge. Mm-hmm. Um, so always having peeled carrots or just carrots ready to go or broccoli, whatever it is that you enjoy. Um, having that ready in the fridge, hard boiled eggs, but just having the basics for people. Cause I think people get so caught up in the different trends and the fad diets. Yeah. Like, just keep it basic. Yes. Fruits, vegetables, lean proteins, whole grains. Cause that's what's realistically people are going to, are going to grasp onto mm-hmm. and keep it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess the first one would just be basics. Yeah. And, and just like a quick side note on the basics. How do you <laughs> go about not getting bored? That is a good question. Because <laughs> that is my struggle. There's only yeah. so many kinds of potatoes in the world. Yeah. <laughs> and if I just have to be bored and go with it and carry my cross, right? that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Oh, how do you not get bored? Well, I mean, for me, I'm I like am the kind of person where if I like something, I eat the same thing all the time. Okay. So I yeah. will say okay. it's easy for me, but I get that question, not like that, not that direct like that, but sure. people who just say, I just, I'm sick of eating vegetables, you know, they don't just say I'm bored yeah. with it. Um, but I, I mean, there's different, like, Pinterest, there's so many, if you, sure. I feel like that's kind of mm-hmm. the whole thing now. I don't know, it feels like I it's love coming back, Pinterest. I think. I think yeah. it is. Okay, I, yeah, I like I it. love Pinterest. I don't, yeah, I think it's just great, like, Pinterest. I have it, so I like if I'm, I don't know, sometimes I'll bust it out and be like, I don't know, simple, what can you do with it? Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just type that in. <laughs> But, like, there's so many options that they have. Um, so, I guess just making a different recipe or trying something different. Mm-hmm. There's just, um, yeah, but otherwise, just switch it up. You know, just look up some kind of different recipe, try something different. It doesn't, and it doesn't always have to be, like, this meal that's just perfect. You know, that's another thing is people, I feel like with nutrition, it's so much all or nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like I have to have, like, my vegetables on the side. They're going to be very basic, a little bit of seasoned, and I'm going to have my protein on the side. But it's just, it's okay if there's some butter on things. It's okay if, you know, if, just mm-hmm. make sure you enjoy it. Otherwise, realistically, yeah. it's not going to last with you long term. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I guess that kind of leads into the second question of it doesn't have to be perfect. Because mm-hmm. um, so many people are just, and then if you kind of get off the scale of that flawless eating, you start to go into that binge mode, mm-hmm. and oh, I'm just gonna eat this and eat that and that because I already messed We're up. All like, yeah, sure. right. Yeah. 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 Tomorrow it's not gonna come again. Cheat meal, turn into a yeah. cheat day. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And my mentality is, if you want that cookie, have the cookie. Like I think mm-hmm. the biggest thing is just telling yourself that you can have it, but you're choosing not to have it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's or you're a not great choosing reminder. to have another one. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> exactly. exactly. One, one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you want a cookie for breakfast, have the cookie for breakfast. But just like <laughs> right. keep that healthy relationship with Kaylin great. Right, Kaylin's like, yes. I already did that today. So. <laughs> but I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You have to be perfect with that. And just realistically, that's just so important, I think, just for your own like mental health too, is just not having those boundaries. Um, so, like, for vegetables or carrots, try not to be bored. Like, just knowing, okay, I'm going to spice it up. I'm going to do something different. I'm going to add, like, butter or something, like, extra cheese. Or I'm going to have more noodles than a serving size is. And, yeah. you know, but just also keeping that balance of the 80-20 rule. of 80% of the time, I'm going to try to stick with those guidelines, have appropriate portion sizes. 20% of the time, I come home, I want a big bowl of pasta. I'm going to have a big bowl of pasta. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have maybe some vegetables, maybe not, but... I'm just going to have, yeah. but just keep, you know, also being, like, realistic with the boundaries, too, yeah. and trying to, like, I want to improve myself, I want to have vegetables, I want to have fruits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And I, I mean, will don't. say, too, the, 
when you break the week down to 15 or 20 percent because yeah. I mathematically broke it down one nice. time. Well, actually, I'll be honest. Had Isaac break it down. <laughs> <laughs> Good. And it ended up being two meals and two snacks a week. So okay. that's like that super easy to awesome. remember. Oh, so yeah. If you're not a meal steps. tracker, if you're not, Great. if you're not like a MyFitnessPal or journaling person, yeah. but you need to do something to help you keep on track, mm-hmm. I love encouraging people and myself to just track your your. 15 or 20 percent yeah you know like yeah. just make a check mark for the week you know monday through sunday i have two meals and two snacks that can be fun mm-hmm. you know enjoy mm-hmm. myself go to eat have that cookie have the cake but mm-hmm. then once those four boxes are checked off i'm sticking to my guidelines yep yeah, I love it. that's awesome yeah that's right easy. like that's easy that's to remember that is easy yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I say 20%, but honestly, when I say 20% of the time, I'm like, that kind of gives you a vague, but I don't know what it, you know, right. here and there kind of thing. Well, and you kind can of. look forward to, like mm-hmm. you said, you know, maybe you indulge and go out on a date night and mm-hmm. have a nice dinner or just something to spice up your week. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. that's good to know. Yeah. And it helps that, like, so it, when you're in that midst of the 80% of the time, you're thinking, I cannot wait for that 20% yes. of the time, like that dessert, that yep. birthday cake, that ice cream, that mm-hmm. meal. Yeah. You're like, tre- you're like I it. mean, it's then a real treat yeah. instead yeah. of having it, it all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. So I'm yeah. curious too. I know we're waiting on a, a third way of being Ooh, intentional, but I, I have I have another tangent to go on. You're um, keeping track of these, parts. right? <laughs> I like we have like each like other. As a listener, I'm like, okay, they said one, two, three, and like. It's just how my brain works. It's so just our, our list. It's like in circles. And I'm like, where am I? <laughs> <laughs> where am I at? Right. <laughs> um, but I'm curious to know, you know, we talked about food might get boring. Yeah. The first thing I go to, because I have a graphic design degree and a kind of artistic background, if you make your plate more fun to look at, you know, mm-hmm. if you have fun with how you plate it, yeah. do you think maybe there's a chance you'll be more excited to eat it? <laughs> You know, yeah, and if you put there's something about putting time into the meal, like at the you know, maybe when you're in the store prepping for it, it sounds like this is just gonna be like a long process. I don't feel Mm -hmm. like doing, Mm -hmm. but it's so worth it at the end when you're in front of that meal that looks nice that you put time into. Mm -hmm. Isn't that just the best feeling? Oh yeah, all experience that we're phone eats first. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like Jordan does a lot of the cooking for us, Mm -hmm. which is kind of surprising because I never thought of myself as like a bad cook per se. Oh, but you're like, a great cook. Your soup, we've talked about it many thanks. times on this that podcast. Is, <laughs> soup is like my specialty. Past that, not so much. Um, But so he spends more of the time doing it and in doing so, I kind of forget how much time does take to go into making a meal. And so then when you, it's your turn to cook and it does seem more of a chore and you mentioned meal prep. Like, yeah. what um, are your, besides having the basics, yep. maybe the trick to um, speeding the process up and not having it be so overwhelming? Yep. Yeah, so, like, I like to think, like, so for the week, pick out, like, three meals because you're probably going to have leftovers, right? Oh, yeah. 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 So why else would you make a meal? You, like, you want leftovers. <laughs> you want right. Think, yeah. <laughs> So, so about three meals, okay. <laughs> make a list. What do you have? What do you have? But it's just simpler when you see the list. This is what I need. It's not that bad. It's mm-hmm. not that intimidating. I can do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So give us an example, like of what, one or two meals you would prep. Ooh. I had a time. Let's see. 
Yeah, so I usually start with what protein do I want. So do I want fish, salmon, chicken, and then I find a recipe that way. Okay. Um, steak, whatever. Um, so I find that recipe. Uh, what was the last one we had? Let's see. What, last night we had steaks. So that does, that's kind of boring. Sounds good. Steak sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like Parmesan chicken or something. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So then I'll pick three out and I try to like throw in a fish once a week. Just one two times a week. You should have that nutritionally wise. Yeah, those omega um, threes. That's right. Joint health. So you want, so I'll pick out, usually that's a base there that's a staple every week. Um, and then it's like, what do I want with that? Do I want asparagus, roasted asparagus? Do I want something sautéed? Do I want a salad? Um, mm-hmm. But trying to get at least a vegetable in there. So I just think of it like I envision, I don't know if you guys have heard of the My Plate or the, the pyramid, the food pyramid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My yeah. Plate mm-hmm. replaced the food pyramid. But that's how I like think when I'm planning recipes. I don't think like, what am I craving? Or I just think, okay, I'm picturing that plate, half the plate, fruits and vegetables. I make a list, which ones am I going to pick? quarter of a plate, a lean protein, what am I feeling, chicken, beef, whatever, mm-hmm. the other quarter, some kind of grain, usually a whole grain, and then I just kind of, like, plop them in what I'm feeling, so I feel like that's just how <laughs> like, I mentally just place yeah. it. Yeah, okay. like Ooh, it sounds good, what I see on TV mm-hmm. last, or what was so-and-so talking about, I just kind of think, okay, check, 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 all food groups, and then I just mm-hmm. kind of blend it together. Yeah, yeah I love it. Fun tip is that you can actually buy on Amazon for eight bucks a my plate. Oh, really? So we have one at the house. Oh, that's awesome. One just to keep in their kitchen and reference. So they're just these plastic plates, and they give you the exact portion sizes. They say, like, fruits, vegetables, Mm -hmm. protein, grain. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so you can just have that to reference, and I think it's such a good tool to buy a little stand in your kitchen. Yeah. This is what I want my plate to look like, how Mm -hmm. how it should be ideally balanced. Obviously, like she was saying before, not every meal is going to be perfect or just like that, but if we're... 80% 80% of the time shooting for that image mm-hmm. and just plugging sure. it in accordingly. Yep. yep, plugging it in. Yeah. Then it's just easy to remember. Yep, right. that's awesome. Anna and I talked about these plates before. She told me about them, and I got excited. And my, this is going to be, I don't know if this is bad or not, but when I, my kids get older, that's the plates I want to give them. And I want them yes. yes! Oh my gosh, yes! Like, yeah, it's okay, a good learning through vegetables. Like, put them on the plate. Oh, What's going to go in this section? Yep. Good choice. Uh-huh. So smart. Oh, yeah. I love that. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
my usual healthy or whatever, just I'm in a slump. I think I find a purpose and I cling on to that. Like, what's my purpose here? Is mm-hmm. it to, I want to live longer for my children, for my grandchildren. Mm-hmm. I want to keep up with my grandchildren. I want to, like right now, I'm growing a baby. I want yeah. to make this yeah. baby as healthy as I can. Because this is what, there's not a lot of things you can control in pregnancy. But mm-hmm. what I can control is what I eat. That's yeah. awesome. So, like, I want that nutrition for my child. So That's just awesome. finding a purpose and making that your drive. Mm-hmm. And like, what? Why am I eating this? What can I? How can I benefit myself? How can I teach my children how to eat so it benefits their longevity? Yeah, sure. Um, but I think it's just like that mind game of why am I doing it, and then it helps you also be like, I'm choosing to do it. This is why I want to do it, and mm-hmm. it just makes it more fun. Mm-hmm. And I think too, kind of how, in my head at least, like the nutrition and the fitness is aligning together right now is you can use your nutrition to help advance your fitness. I see a lot of times people will fuel their bodies with specific foods before, during, after workouts to make that workout more beneficial for their bodies. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I am not the professional on on the pod right now, but I mean, right? Like it, you can Mm -hmm. get yourself. I ran a half marathon many years ago and I remember they had a pasta dinner for us the night before. So you just carve up and it was such a great night. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> you're like do we have to right i'm like oh yeah. my god and it's like they did that even for like my cross-country dinners in okay. high school Love i was it. like we're gonna have spaghetti this yes. night and just like trade it out but oh, yeah. i mean it does give you the energy was it always done properly at right. those dinners <laughs> no no <laughs> people say carb load they're like right i'm just going ham right yeah that's awesome. And I, t- I love two stuff, what you said about being able to control what you can. Mm-hmm. I was a softball player and my coach always said, control the controllables and nice. something like the weather we can't control or the umpires that were, you know, working our games. There's things you can't control, but the ones that you can, you know, we have full power of yeah. navigating. And I think that's awesome. I know that point of control with nutrition is huge Mm -hmm. because so often we feel out of control with our cravings. Yeah. The hormones and your cycle time. Yeah. I mean, we're all like, right. (laughs) But seriously, we feel out of control. And Mm -hmm. sometimes we go to the pantry or go to the store, and next thing you know, there's all these wrappers on the table or (laughs) the bag is empty. Yep. The Oreos are all gone. but you can't really remember what happened. I mean, we've all been there. Like we black out. Yeah, <laughs> eating the chips and chocolate, whatever it is. But I think just to remind yourself when you're in the midst of those, like, super strong cravings, those hormonal-driven cravings or mm-hmm. stress-driven cravings, whatever, is to remember I am in control. Mm-hmm. I am in control of what I'm putting in my body right now, and I have a choice to make. And am I going to stay in my 20% yep. and check the <laughs> Or, you know, but just to remember that I do have control. Yeah, That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And even when you start to feel like uh, you don't think you have that control yet, like, just don't buy the stuff. Because the mm-hmm. odds are, if you are then having this, like, overwhelming sense of, I really want ice cream. Right. If you don't have the ice cream in your house, you have to take more thought to go to drive go and, and get it. the ice cream and come home. And it just, it seems like a lot more than yep. just walking to your fridge. Yep. You haven't thought about this at all before. I no, never. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, it's true. Like if you have those boundaries of like what exists in your home space, you know, yeah. if you can make your home one of the questions on our client intake form actually is is your is your home holistically supporting your health goals? Oh, and so yep. just to get people to think about like what is in my home? Are the people in my home supportive? Is my environment supportive? Like 
you know, we ask specific questions about things like what's in your pantry, what's yep. in your fridge, like how stressed do you feel when you come home? Is your home supporting that? So I love your point of not having a yeah. home and just make your home your sanctuary for good health. Yep. Nice. Like Absolutely. I, I'm curious too, you know, Steph, with you being pregnant right now, have you had any cravings? And if so, how do you, how do you navigate that? Have you stayed you in the 80%, craving, the 20%? Yeah. I mean, I'm curious because I feel like Lord, I hope that one day I get to be pregnant and, you know, there's a craving, to, you know, am I going to be waking my husband up at 3 and go get me something? What's going to be the case? I'm going to be completely honest here. Oh no, she doesn't have any cravings. Okay, she's just like craving carrots. <laughs> I have no, I've never had a craving so far. Stop. Wow. Probably because so you just bad. manage your, I mean, honestly yeah, though, yeah, you probably your body is probably so used to you being so great about managing your nutrition. Yeah. It's not a roller coaster. It's just a trolley ride. I almost wish I did though, because like I talked to a lot of clients who are pregnant and they ask me this question and I give them advice, but I can't personally relate. Sure. Um, so I've had no cravings and the closest wow. I had to a fooded version was coffee and it didn't even like make me sick. It just didn't sound good. It didn't mm -hmm. smell good and it didn't yeah. smell gross, but just like, mm. Yeah. Um, so I have not experienced a craving and I'm very okay. disappointed about it. <laughs> you know, that's interesting. Maybe though. eventually. Yes. Hopefully so no. months. <laughs> but I mean, what I, what I tell clients about that is find something, find a replacement, like do a yogurt parfait. Do, yeah. You know, like do fruit. Ice cream. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Fruit and whip topping or something like that. Yeah. Yep. Um, and if you want, if you want ice cream, have some ice cream. But I mean, I think it helps to having an accountability partner, like hopefully your husband's kind of. Maybe not, like, he's going to pull you into the dark side, but right. kind of, like, have an ice cream bar. Like, get the bars and just have each have one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so just do healthier options. I think that's great. I, um, I follow, I love watching YouTube over TV sometimes, and I follow these guys. And one of them, um, to your exact point, um, he's always said, like, oh, I've never thought to myself, like, oh, I'm sad. I'm going to go eat now. Or, oh, I'm, like, you know, feeling this way. I'm going to go and remedy it with eating something. Um, because he said he's trained himself to switch his mentality behind it to where when he was sad, he'd go for a run. And, you know, at first it would be like, okay, I kind of have to push myself. But once it becomes a habit, yeah. now from what I hear and see, I mean, obviously I'm a very far outsider from this individual. But, you know, you find enjoyment of, okay, oh, I've had a bad day. I'm going to go take a nice long walk, get some fresh air, not curl up in a blanket and go down a rabbit hole yeah. and really at the end of the day, make yourself feel even worse because yeah, the, right. the outcome of eating bad, like bad food or food that's not good for you is your body's not going to be happy about that. Now yeah. I'm not saying like every time you have to do that, but I think it's really inspiring that mm -hmm. he's like, Oh yeah, no, I like, I go for a walk or yeah. I just get outside yeah. or I do a craft, you know, yeah. something else shift to shift that. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, absolutely. It's like when you feel tired, and you want to lay down, and then you yep. lay down, and, and then, then you just feel tired. worse when you get up. Yes. Yeah. You just sleep. Yep. You just lay down. Whereas if you would have walked for a little bit, even like a slow, like this is just going to be an enjoyable walk. Yep. You feel yeah. so much more energized at the end of yeah. the day. Yeah. Same as eating. Like, I just feel like a slump. I'm going to eat like a slump, and you feel mm -hmm. more like a slump. Yep. yep. <laughs> you are what you eat, guys. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> We're all just blobs. I'm just <laughs> kidding. too is you have to also know like i'm so exhausted i need a nap definitely yeah. nap you know sure yeah take it with the yeah. Salt. listen to your bodies yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> um and we've kind of talked about it a little bit in terms of like diet as a whole using the word diet as 
a different lingo versus mm-hmm. what the fad is and whatnot. Um, how do you guys speak to your clients about um, more of like lifestyle changes instead of a diet? Go on a diet for a month, see how it works. Yeah. yeah. Versus let's form some habits or something. That's that's a really interesting question. What kind of language mm-hmm. you guys use? Would you like to speak to that first? I'll start it out. Well, <laughs> I, so the word diet is actually very, um, not a sensitive topic, but just like a particular one because for me, I learned to not use the word diet when I talk to clients because mm-hmm. for me, I think diet scientifically, diet consists of what's your total intake. It's not a fat, it's not a trend, it's not right. a temporary thing. It's just how do I eat? What's yeah. my diet? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's my diet. So, but when I talk to people, I talked about, so what's your diet like? And they just go into like this trend and that trend and what about that? And I'm like, so well, what do you eat? And it was just such a confusing concept for people. Like mm-hmm. people, when you hear diet, you think of this miserable short-term thing that's not gonna work literally it says exactly. diet like yeah. d-i-e <laughs> is in it so maybe that's why <laughs> but so i had to change that to what's your habits right now mm-hmm. like what's your overall intake um so i learned to kind of shift that um but and also kind of make it into a more positive light like how do you eat and start there mm-hmm. and then try not to be overwhelming like this is this this and this you should change and you're doing this this and this wrong but just yeah like a casual like so what are you eating right now what are some mm-hmm. things that we can change yeah but not just using the word diet because i feel like people just like cling on to that is that one word. That, yeah. right right yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah for sure i think by time people get to us typically um, <laughs> i typically <laughs> say like we need to go into diet rehab. <laughs> yeah. Because when they come to us, they're usually like, we've tried everything. It's not working. I'm finally realizing that I need a different approach. I need to just focus on being well overall because none mm-hmm. of this has worked. Or if it has worked, it's worked for six months and then I'm back to where I started again. Yeah. So I would say like, um, again, going back to like the way we even start the conversation, just with when people reach out, we send them a form to fill out. And People are always surprised when they reach out for fitness or nutrition specifically. The questions that relate to those topics are like way down the line. The first things we ask about are their home environment, their relationships, their work environment, Mm -hmm. how they manage stress. We talk about all the other parts of their life before we even ask about nutrition or fitness on purpose to help them first start to take just general inventory of their lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And once they first take inventory of their overall lifestyle, their nutrition and exercise choices just make sense to them. I also, love that. Then yeah. they're like, wait, I'm not confused why I'm struggling anymore. Mm-hmm. Because oftentimes they're reaching out because they're confused. I don't yeah. understand why I can't stick to something. I don't mm-hmm. understand why this isn't working for me. Mm-hmm. And so then once we take inventory, then they're like, oh, this makes sense. Yeah. And so then we get to go through those habits, and like yeah. Stephanie was saying, and then we get to recreate new habits. But we don't often start with, Sometimes we start with food right away, you know, if that's their goal. But oftentimes we're like, let's just start with some stress management. Let's start mm-hmm. with cleaning your bedroom. Let's start with all these other yeah. things that we don't realize in our brain are all under the category of stress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And our brain doesn't differentiate, you know, this is going a little too, into like... No, I love it. But like, <laughs> our brain doesn't differentiate between what kind of stress we're experiencing. It mm. just thinks stress. stress. So our cortisol is raised... If maybe yeah. if our cortisol is raised because we're stressed it because mm-hmm. our boss wasn't nice to us at work. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden we're stressed because we're not eating well. Well, that started because of the stress with your boss. Yep. Sure. And so our brain doesn't realize that. So if we can just overall decrease the cortisol levels in your life, mm-hmm. and then we can increase the dopamine, your happy yep. hormones, your endorphins through healthy habits, that will naturally 
evolve into your nutrition and exercise habits. Mm -hmm. And so once people start to understand that, to look at their lives holistically, it's like, oh my gosh, like they're just so like, wait, if I focus on my home environment or my work environment or all these other little things, I'm naturally going to want to feed that lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So definitely. It is a cycle. It is crazy how, like you said, the littlest things can all add up. You don't even think about it. Like I get stressed out when my bed's not made. Oh yeah. Realize that. And then I go in the room and it's like, this is just stressing me out all day. And And like Anna said, with those stress levels, as it's increasing and all the little things are combining, cortisol levels go up. You actually biologically crave carbohydrates. Yeah. Oh. Foods. So it's just like the cycle of like, you're yeah. creating the stress. Now I'm going to eat junk. You know, I feel crappy. I'm not going to work out. I yeah. Like crap today. And then you're no. even stressed yeah. because you're disappointed in yourself. And then yeah. it's like yep. the crazy cycle. Like they say that in relationships, but it's like the crazy yes. cycle of like your food. And totally. I'm, I'm sure too. I mean, I've never thought of it this way and I don't know about you, Caitlin, but I've never once thought like, Oh, I want to get healthier. I need to go work out. That's all I've ever thought of. Not like, Oh, maybe I should see like, do I need to clean up my closet or is there like, I've never thought look outside of just going to the gym or eating healthier foods. What else is there in my life that could be causing this like cloud of stress? I love that. Yeah, for sure. You think about someone that you admire and like, you know, you look up to for how they care for themselves. Uh, or you think about, let's like go to the extreme to make a really easy example, Mm -hmm. like a professional athlete. If you were to go to professional athletes house there's not going to be clutter. No, there's no. There's not going to be dirty laundry piled up. There's not going to be um, a schedule that's mismanaged, mm-hmm. like going out all hours of the night. Yep. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Like when they're in training, all every part of their life is in order so they can focus on keeping themselves yeah. well. Yeah, because they don't need right. that baggage. No, their house life. is like white. Like oh, yeah. Neutral colors. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. So yep. like, you just have to think about that. Like the people that you admire, don't look at the one thing about them that you admire. Mm-hmm. Look at all the everything other things surrounding that, and be like, "Well, that makes sense." That's so yeah. awesome. I think too. I was a huge Michael Phelps fan when he was in the Olympics, and I remember reading back when he was competing that um, he didn't go home for the holidays while he was training because he knew the distractions and stressors that would be naturally just with seeing family, having food around you. You're not used to being taken mentally away from what you need to be locked into. I think that's huge. And I just love, I keep going back to taking inventory of your life and what's going on within that life. Cause I think that's really important to see how you can advance your own goals. Thanks for joining us. If you're not already, please subscribe to the intentional podcast. So you never miss an episode. You can connect with us over on Instagram at the underscore intentional podcast or by sending us an email to theintentionalpodcast at gmail.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, we encourage you to leave a review and join us right back here next week for our next intention.